0: Hi everyone, I'm Jeremy Long, the Full Metal Traveler, and you're listening to the Unscaled Travel Show. In today's episode, we're gonna discuss some unpopular opinions on things like the tipping culture, respecting local laws and customs when you do travel, and the dreaded over tourism. We're also gonna look at ways you can become a better traveler for yourself and for the world. As always, you can contact us at fullmetaltraveler.com for all of our past episodes and guest interviews. And as always, I am joined by my beautiful co-host, Amy Long. How are you this uh, this day?
1: I am good. Oh. I am good. Happy to be here.
0: Nice. Glad to hear it. Now, you know, we're we're happy to do it, and we love sharing new places with all of our listeners and amongst ourselves when we go and visit the world and everything. But I don't think we'd be uh, good students, and uh, I don't know what do you what do you call ours selves explorers
1: explorers they're yes.
0: studious explorers if we didn't also shine a light on some of the things that are unpopular to talk about uh, i'm a travel writer so oftentimes in the travel writing world everything is good all the time and you know it's become very popular in influencing culture and everything that every place you visit is the absolute most beautiful gorgeous place on earth but without addressing the things that really affect locals, where they live, businesses, mom and pop sized businesses, where they operate every day. I don't think we'd be doing ourselves and our listeners a, a, a good service.
1: I agree. Uh, yeah.
0: You know, with the with the platform that we have. So first off, we're going to talk about the tipping culture. And I, I, I know it's going to sound like a pun here, but I think the debate on the tipping culture has finally reached a tipping point. Um, where people are now openly talking about how, look, in the U.S. it's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. You go to a restaurant and you can tip usually between 10 and 20 percent. And now even then, you know, it's it's a way for, for businesses to kind of, uh, you know, finagle how much they pay workers. And right. it's been like this for years. It's nothing new.
1: Right. So in our culture, we in the U.S., we have always tipped at restaurants and service-based industries. But over the last few years, um, it does seem that a lot of these businesses are adding additional fees and still expecting you to tip. And they're saying that is a way to supplement their workers' pay, Mm -hmm. which I understand what they're saying, but why are yeah. Why? Why I guess that's the question. Why? Why, if they want to increase prices, not just go ahead and increase the price of the burger instead of telling me the burger's still eight ninety nine, but now I need to pay a ten percent fee on top of that and a twenty percent tip on top of that.
0: And I think that's where the gray area for people is starting to really to really push a lot of buttons because businesses aren't being upfront about where that money actually goes. Right. Is it going to the business? and then they're deciding how much to tip out? Or is it going to all of the workers, the cooks, the busboys, the waiters, and uh, those situations? And like I said, it's kind of the norm here in the U.S. In other countries, such as Japan, uh, China, South Korea, a lot of countries of this nature, they, they don't expect a tip. A tip is just, it's worked into the price, number one. And the excellent service is also just... It's a part of the business. Like if they didn't offer good service and good food, you probably wouldn't be there to eat. Right. So it's not expected. And and in some places, in some instances, and I think this is maybe a little dated now, this kind of information. But they often say in some of these countries, tipping is almost considered an insult.
1: Yes, yes. Uh, We have traveled to a few countries where they do not expect tips. uh, And they have been extremely thankful when we have tipped in places like Japan and even in Portugal, Mm -hmm. but they do not expect it in any way. So I think considering an insult is maybe not as um, insulting as it used to be to accept additional money, but Mm -hmm. they do not expect in any way for us to come in and pay for our meal or pay for our taxi ride or pay for an ice cream and still give them another two or three dollars on top of that yeah
0: when we were uh when we visited japan last uh i tipped on our uber ride so uber was connected to taxi that's how you held a taxi if you went through uh you know the ride, sh- uh, ride share app excuse me the tipping part of the ride share app automatically popped up
1: mm-hmm.
0: just like it does in the u.s i went on instinct and just started tipping and it wasn't until a few days in that I realized that, oh, maybe I shouldn't be tipping because you, we didn't tip anywhere else. Right. Even though it was our first instinct to leave down a little extra money. In fact, I think uh, if memory serves me correctly, one of the restaurants we visited, we did leave a little extra money. And the girl found it like she like came to us as we were leaving the restaurant and like gave She gave, gave it to change. us
1: like we were like she owed us change.
0: Yeah. She
1: didn't understand that we were leaving her a tip, which was very nice of her (laughs) to offer that money back to us. Mm -hmm. And it's so different than what we're seeing now in the U.S. But it's something that we have had to learn when we're traveling to a new country. What are the tipping customs there? And if they do tip, what is the expected amount to tip? Because it is different everywhere with the U.S. being the highest In tips,
0: I think it ranges. Now, this is just me going off of different things I've read. Uh, I think it it ranges off of the power of the U.S. dollar in a lot of places because a little amount of U.S. money can go a long way. Uh, and also, when it comes to uh, just like more westernized countries as they as it becomes more and more like the West and more and more modern, I guess you could say. The tipping culture has kind of started bubbling up, so maybe in a lot of areas, I'm going to say France and England, and a lot of these kind of areas uh, are more of like the 10% area, right? Leaving a little extra, leaving a little something down there is considered above and beyond for really good service, and isn't nece- It's still not necessarily interwoven into the price of the experience of going out to eat, but it's it's more in line of like leaving it for what you think is really great service.
1: Well, here's a question. Huh. Do you think other countries who used to not tip, hmm. that tipping is becoming more common because they are now using, money's digital. Everything hmm. is tap your card. They're going to swivel an iPad around. It's all right there. <laughs> Do you think when they were more cash-centric commerce communities that tipping was less less likely to happen
0: uh maybe so maybe so and and maybe it is a mindset too of like you said the digital kind of revolution in money is that we don't think about it right we just do it i i am guilty along with a lot of people of leaving tips in places i probably shouldn't leave tips but also it's gotten so crazy in the united states yeah that I swear there we there's a, a a convenience store right next to our house.
1: Not right next to our house, but yes, on the corner.
0: Okay, <laughs> Next to our house that when you go to the counter to check out, there is a tip jar. Why? Why I, is there a tip jar? I
1: there? don't know. I just saw this morning a guy was at a sporting game with his girlfriend and went to buy her a jersey from the merch store and the the cashier asked if he wanted to tip and said it automatically added a $20 tip on top of the $150 jersey he was buying. And he felt shamed into giving them a $20 tip for this jersey. All they were doing was ringing him up. That was it.
0: They didn't make the jersey. Right. They opened the box and they put it out on the shelf. And that's where I get, like, if it's for personal things like that, like, uh, if you buy a hand woven something from somewhere mm-hmm. and it's that person or their family or whatever that made it, I feel a little more inclined. Other places, not so much, man. Yeah. I, oh, personally, here in the US, I'm starting to fight back against <laughs> I'm not leaving as much <laughs> tips. Me too. I know I sound like a Grinch, but it is just getting to the point where I'm like, okay, this is asinine. I mean, now are, are you going to start being expected to leave a tip at, self-checkout places like in the grocery store and everything probably probably i don't like it this is Unscaled travel show jeremy long the full metal traveler we're talking unpopular opinions about different travel issues we're gonna have more when we come back Everyone, welcome back to the Unskilled Travel Show. I'm Jeremy Long, the full metal traveler. We're discussing today unpopular opinions, unpopular topics, uh, such as tipping. And now we're going to talk about respecting your local laws and customs, even when they're not your own, maybe even religion, uh, which is always a touchy subject with people. And a little bit later on, we're going to talk about the dreaded over tourism and what you can do to be a better traveler yourself as you venture out into the world. Uh, you know, we just talked about tipping. We talked about how crazy it's getting in the United States. One of the things where people have a lot of pushback in is we have a lot of specific personal freedoms here in the United States that other cultures that are either based in religion or based in just, you know, whatever their societal norms are over there. And usually when it comes to religion and countries. One of the first things is always clothing and modesty and what that means in different cultures and different peoples. And it's something that other folks like here in the United States are travelers who go out and venture out in places like, uh, England, France, Italy, these kind of travelers, when they visit other countries, they push back. Oftentimes, sometimes they just outright ignore, uh, local religious customs, local modesty uh thing. And it I think this is where people just kind of, you know, our our freedoms are catching up with like, we think we should have those freedoms or whatever, wherever we go, which isn't always the case.
1: I think people don't want to look at what is the norm for other places? Because they're like, this is my normal. I should be free to do this wherever I want. It's my right to wear a tank top and booty shorts and flip-flops into this religious shrine while they're doing a prayer ceremony and go take a selfie with the guy up there (laughs) performing the ceremony. Not ever considering the fact that, A, it's rude, but B, it could potentially be disrespectful But in a lot of cultures, they do have very um, strict or very strong opinions on what is acceptable in dress. And not just for women, for men too. A Uh, lot of cultures, people do not wear shorts. They only, to show leg at all is inappropriate.
0: Yeah. Uh, A little bit of what we're kind of talking about. So like there are... So in some places there are absolute laws and in other places it's more of just like a, you know, suggested, highly suggested, strongly suggested. So, Such as like in Greece, wearing heels for women in ancient sites is considered a no-no. Why? Because heels tend to, in their eyes, uh, hurt ancient sites such as these old, you know, old Greek uh hmm. Uh, Religious uh, sites and stuff like that, like wear away the stone Hmm. and different things uh, of that nature.
1: I've never even considered that before, but it makes sense.
0: In areas like the Sudan and the Maldives, which are Islamic countries, uh, women can be fined. In the Sudan, women can be flogged for wearing what they consider revealing clothing or even stuff like dancing with men. Now, this is not a debate on religion and your personal preference of religion. This is, you know, should we adhere to people's local customs and laws? And even when it comes to things such as modesty and how, you know, if we go to a beach, you know, here guys wear trunks in some European countries, they wear speedos. It's less than nothing. Okay. And, and you're actually looked on as kind of the weirdo. If you do wear shorts instead of like a speedo to the beach, some beaches are topless and everything. You go to some countries that are under different religious laws and things like that, that's a no-no. Like, absolutely not. You're not going to do that. You're not going to get away with that.
1: Well, I think sometimes people forget the reason you travel is to learn about other yes. cultures and yes. immerse yourself in other cultures. Absolutely. And to do that, you need to be aware of what that culture thinks about clothing and other topics. Yeah. But you're not there to impart your view on their culture on them. You're there to take in theirs. And Absolutely. I think that's the part that people forget about. They're like, I this is what I'm comfortable wearing. Mm-hmm. This is what I feel I have the right to wear. It doesn't matter what this other country <coughs> wants for me or this other um, culture. Yeah. And I think if if you look back on just the purpose of traveling, then Mm. you need to, you kind of need to take yourself out of it a little bit. This isn't about you going to the Sudan. This is about learning about the Sudan.
0: Yeah. I think you're 100% right. That, on that, we do agree because uh, just like you said, you are, people want to, you know, keep it real. I'm going to be me wherever I go. Then what's the point of traveling? Right. The point of travel, travel, not vacation travel is to take part of that country back with you. You shouldn't be the same when you come back because you tried something new, you tried new food, you saw new things, you experienced new culture, you experienced new something and and leaving an article of clothing behind, say your high heels or something like that behind that isn't that isn't compromising who you are. That's just, you know, common courtesy to to, you know, see their sites and see their things as locals do. If you really are about doing things on a local level and you don't do any research before you go place, you're just like, well, I'm just going to be me wherever I go. I think you're doing it wrong. And I don't think people want to hear that, especially westernized tourists. They don't want to hear that.
1: Well, what do you think about places like France who has a burka band? And if you are coming from another culture or a religion where it is part of you, your identity to Mm. wear something that covers your face. And now you're going to explore a country that doesn't allow that. Do you adhere to that country's laws? Do you just not visit that country?
0: If there are laws in place, then you should follow those laws. If you don't agree with those laws, you shouldn't go. And I know that sounds cruel. And I know that, you know, people are probably going to get upset at that. But if you if locals can be fined and if tourists can be fined in a lot of these places, you can be fined in some of the places like uh, if you go to Saudi Arabia or Abu Dhabi, you know, or any of these places like that, you can be arrested. Uh, recently, uh, you know, a, or a short time ago, there was an influencer from Texas who got into a shouting match with someone at like a car dealership, a car rental dealership and was held in jail. Oh, wow you know, because they don't do stuff like that. I mean, you cannot cause a scene and and throw a temper tantrum and everything else like you can in the U.S. and no one bats an eye. Other places have different laws and you need to be aware of that. And if you don't like it, well, you know, be an activist for change or something like that. You know, there are plenty of places that are are all about activism and changing and, and, and things of that nature. But if you really don't, you know, if you want to draw that line in the sand, don't go.
1: Well, I think, too, going back to your earlier point, some places these things are laws, and some of these they are suggestions or highly encouraged. Yeah. We, we were in a temple in Japan, and there were signs posted to please not video or take pictures of the various things happening in there, and you saw a good portion of people respected that, but there's yeah. always those people that don't.
0: Always those people that don't care. And that's what we're trying to change in today's episode. This is the Unscaled Travel Show. I'm the Full Metal Traveler. Stick with us. When we come back, we're going to talk about over-tourism and what you can do to be a better traveler. Welcome back to the Unscaled Travel Show. Jeremy Long, the Full Metal Traveler, here with... Amy Long, my co-host, and as as always, you can find us at FullMetalTraveler.com for all of our past episodes and guest interviews. Today, we're talking uh, unpopular topics as far as travel is concerned. Earlier, we talked about the tipping culture that's getting out of hand, or is it? Uh, We also talked about adhering to local clothing and religious laws, whether that is right or wrong. And now we're going to talk a little bit about over-tourism and the damaging effects that it is having at places all across the world. Some of these places are just being overrun completely by tourists. Uh, one of the uh, the first places, I mean, Europe is being hit hard. It was a problem before COVID. Right. Uh, before COVID, a lot of countries started formulating ideas on how to regulate Com- yeah how to combat how to regulate this never-ending flow of tourism what's crazy to me is that travel is now more accessible to people from all countries around the world people are getting out they're going to see the world i don't know what the what the uh, matter was there how it all came to be but now we're seeing rec- record numbers of people here in vegas we are seeing record numbers of people So much so that they're debating about building a new airport, uh, a $20 billion airport, you know, in addition to Harry Reid International that we have uh, in town. Places like Amsterdam, Amsterdam and Venice, they've already banned cruise ships from entering their main ports. Some countries, again, like Amsterdam, uh, are uh, implementing campaigns that are basically saying, hey, don't come here. (laughs)
1: Right, right. We were talking about that earlier. Uh, One of the places we've both talked about wanting to go is Croatia. And Uh I saw a Forbes article Mm. that listed a few different countries that were saying, basically, we love our tourists, but we can't have so many. Yeah. And Croatia is one of the places on that list. Yeah. They're Uh just not built to have such a high volume of tourists come through every single day.
0: They don't have the infrastructure. They don't, you know, and especially like after COVID, uh, the years after COVID, a lot of the supplies chain issues are still there. Right. A lot of the workers are gone, you know, uh, wherever they went. I don't know. You know, people just blipped off air like Thanos like he was snapping his <laughs> fingers or something like that. Uh, but it is a very real thing. I know in the summer of 2023, we saw a lot of videos coming out of places like Italy, places like Venice, places like London, where train stations, popular uh, tourist spots like the Spanish Steps and uh, the Trevi Fountains and things that were just overrun.
1: Just m- masses just of people. Just
0: masses and masses of people.
1: Which as a tourist, I, I get, yes, you want to go there, you want to see these things, but is it fun to just be in a herd of people that you can't even actually get close to the thing you're trying to see? Right you're just holding your phone above everybody's head so that you have that picture that you can post on your social to say, yes, I was here. (laughs) I saw this, but you didn't actually see it. Yeah. I I think, I I mean, you ask where do we think over tourism came from or how did it come to be? I do think social media has played a huge part in it because so many people can now post and brag about where they go and, it does make other people jealous. you want to go see these amazing sunsets in Hawaii or you want to go see yeah. the Coliseum as the sun rises above it, you know and and it's it's more accessible to travel than it ever has been before. So people are going places that twenty years ago, yes, they had tourists, but they didn't have this volume of tourism
0: and, you know and it, there's there's also the shows that go along with it that popularize um you know white lotus Mm -hmm. and these kind of things that you know they shine a light on it which a lot of these places walk a fine line they don't want to scare off tourists completely but they are saying look if you're going to come here be respectful of stuff we've seen uh in this last year idiots and that's what i'm calling them you know don't give me the whole you know, oh, I didn't know that wasn't a thing you didn't do. There are people t- t- trying to carve their name into the Colosseum in Rome.
1: Right. And people
0: then, on video, and they're just smiling and doing it, and just like, oh, I just, I didn't know you couldn't yeah. do that. And
1: then f- a few weeks after that, that teenager in Japan, actually at one of the shrines in Nara, carved his name into the wooden pillar in front of the shrine with his fingernail. Yeah. And his parents watched him do it. Yeah,
0: and they they videoed it. They're laughing. Idiots, man, (laughs) idiots. Now we see, and now people want the infamy too. Right. And now we're seeing more tourists starting to climb like uh, Chechnya. It's off limits. You can't walk on it anymore. And that's been for years. It's shrugged off. Can't even
1: get close to it.
0: People are just shrugging it off and going up the steps and doing little TikTok dances while their friends film them. And then they're surprised by the butt kickings they get when they get down the steps. And look, people are very, especially locals, they're fed up with disrespectful tourists that are coming in going, I'm going to do whatever for my 43 Instagram followers so I can get a couple of likes or whatever. Look, no one cares. I'd rather see the video you get the crap beat out of you. (laughs) That's how I feel about it. Look, it. That doesn't probably, take it. That would genius. probably get
1: them followers on Instagram. That get you
0: more followers than anything. Just let someone beat the crap out of you, and you know we can do that. But look, it just it blows my mind when people act dumb to these kind of things.
1: Right, or when they go to places uh, like religious buildings or sure. cemeteries or places where, in, in any culture, you know you you should be quiet. You should be respectful. You should be aware of the other people around you and concerned about them too. And they're just going and acting a fool, and they're videoing, you know, funerals and and church and and things that who does that? You don't do that here. Why are you doing that in another in another country?
0: Yeah, uh, and there are publishers such as Fodor's, and uh, you know, they're not the only one, but Fodor's definitely has a no visit list. Uh, a list that they started putting out a couple years ago saying, look, these places need a break. And oftentimes it's the coastlines of like France and Normandy that are are now regularly experiencing landslides and stuff because, you know, and the towns around them are being shut down because they can't handle the over-tourism. Uh, even locally, Lake Tahoe, which sits on the border between California and Nevada.
1: One of my favorite places in the world.
0: They're imposing new fees. Uh all across the lake, all around the lake, because traffic is out of hand. The trash people have left behind. I saw a video from July 4th weekend where the beaches at Lake Tahoe were covered in trash and litter that people left behind. Some almost 100,000 people gathered on the lake to watch fireworks, which is kind of a right. I mean, you kind of can go out there and do it why are you leaving your trash and crap like that behind? Like, I mean, like you don't know better. Right. That's one of the first things you learn whenever you're a child is you pick up your stuff. Okay. (laughs) You put it back and now you got adults going out there going, well, it's my holiday. So I'm just going to leave my, my, my trash all over the ground. Right. Yeah. that, That is one of the biggest problems with over tourism is that when people get in these mass masses of people just at these places, They forget all manner of... Manners? Yeah. They forget their manners? They forget their
1: manners. (laughs) Uh, There is a, a popular travel blogger who has a tagline that the only thing you should leave behind is your footprints when you travel. There
0: you
1: go. I agree with that. I think she's a little bit of an oxymoron. You're a travel blogger. You talk about all the places you go. You photo. You tell people to go there, but then you're also telling them... Don't go there. Don't go there. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's a little bit confusing to me, but I do agree with that, that you shouldn't be leaving behind your imprint yeah. on that place. It should be the other way around. How is that place imprinted on you?
0: Like bloggers and influencers and even travel writers to a degree are, a, I mean, I could do a whole show about that. It drives me crazy. I mean, Seeing somebody in a wedding dress out in a swamp or whatever. Who are you doing that for? <laughs> or okay. the girl
1: we saw climbing, hiking up the mountain and she was in like a prom dress. Yeah, like prom hey, dress on top of a We're mountain. dying in our regular hiking clothes. How are you doing this in a prom dress? But why?
0: <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? You're over tourism. <laughs> over touristy. Anyway this is the unscaled travel show when we come back we're going to give you now ways to be a better traveler be a better tourist when you go out and see the world yeah it's a full metal traveler unscaled travel show we'll be right back hi everyone welcome back to unscaled i'm jeremy long the full metal traveler joined by the lovely and talented amy long here talking about all things unpopular in travel (laughs) (laughs) that's the best way to put it we talked earlier about the tipping culture how it varies from the u.s to other countries what you should and shouldn't do we also discussed a little bit about if you're going to travel how you should pay attention to local laws local uh you know religious beliefs when it comes to clothing and travel and what you should and shouldn't do. And also we talked about the effects that over tourism is having in a number of places around the world. Now, that can seem a little bit negative. Yeah. So now we're gonna talk a little little bit about how you could be a better traveler. You could be more positive when you head out, you know, not only in your own city, but across the world and what you, you know, what you could do, a couple of tips.
1: We love to travel. Sure we do. So yes over tourism is a problem but i don't think it's going to stop people from traveling so if you're going to travel what are some things you can do to not be part of the
0: problem number one do your homework do some research okay not just where you want to take your instagram photos but also you know best times to visit places so you can avoid being a part of the mass of overcrowding Local shops, if you really want to shop local, if you're trying to travel and not just vacation and and get in and get out to these places, find some places that are, oh, God, I hate this phrase, off the beaten path.
1: (laughs) He does hate that phrase.
0: That are away from the crowds. You know, because, look, shops on the outside of town could use your dollars just as much as the corporate places that are at the city center. And, look, I know I hate to be the one to, to bring this up, but... A lot of those places are now corporate owned, Right. that you think you're giving it to mom and pa Giuseppe. No, you're not. You're giving it to a corporation that doesn't give two f- things, two things about you. They don't care. But there are mom and pop restaurants that could use the money.
1: And that's something when we travel, we usually do a mix of the big touristy spots and the very well-known places to eat. And you can't stuff. avoid all of you them. You can't. And yeah. and that's part of going is seeing those, you know, those well-known iconic things that are related to that place. But then we also do try to go outside of that. We try yeah. to hit smaller communities, eat at places that look like little hole in the walls, as long as it's safe, you know, <laughs> yeah. uh, we try to explore outside of those heavy tourist areas because you're only getting a, a very small portion of the culture if you stay right there in that tourist area. And let's be honest, oops, Oop. a lot of places are very westernized because they're catering to tourists. And so you're not getting that true experience of that culture staying right there in the main metro areas.
0: So do your homework, which involves adhering to local customs and laws. You don't have to agree with it. In fact, I'm, I know most people are surprised that you know, this little town in Italy didn't just call me up and ask my opinion on their local laws and their customs. But look, you're not local. You are a visitor. So adhere to their local customs and laws, okay? So doing your homework will help you do that. Another thing is respect private property.
1: Yeah, when we were in Kyoto, yeah, there were signs on some of the streets that said, Photography is prohibited for private residences, and you can actually be fined if they see you taking a photo of a private residence in some of the areas, not in all of them, but in certain parts of the city, more where it's very close to those high tourism traffic areas. They do not want you going into the residential areas and taking photos of people's private
0: homes. And people are always going to, there's always going to be that jerk out there. That's like, Hey, well, you know, whatever I'm going to take pictures. Okay. Look, when you get fined, I don't want to see your ugly mug in the newspapers <laughs> and magazines complaining about how you got, you know, and your American rights were infringed upon. Cause you don't have any over there. Uh, that leads me to the next point. Be sensitive to areas that are being affected by different things that goes hand in hand with doing your homework. Knowing if you're traveling somewhere, if they're having issues like drought, if they are being really inundated with over-tourism, if they are having other things that are affecting their towns and areas, that, number one, it can help you move around the country easier. It can help you avoid things that you may not want to be a part of. You know, sometimes, uh, like a while back, there were, you know, issues in France and they were having, uh, you know, some uh, discussions with local police, and politicians in the streets. We sometimes call those riots. Uh, But doing your homework can help you avoid areas like that if you don't want to be affected by those things. But also it can help you be sensitive to the local people that live and work there every single day that are being affected by the things that are happening around them that, let's face it quite honestly, that maybe you don't care about and don't, don't affect you, but still you should be You know, you should be wise to it.
1: I think people are like, I'm on my holiday. I'm going to do whatever I want. It doesn't really matter to me what's going on with the locals. Us living in an area that is very known for being a tourist location and being locals, we stay away from a lot of the tourist-heavy areas, especially on big weekends, because we don't want to be involved in that. And it's, I think... Other locals do that too in other locations, but tourists sure. don't care. They they do not care what the locals are doing. If we're bothered by <laughs> them being here, they're just like, I'm coming, deal with it.
0: Yeah. And which, we're, you know, brings you to the next point of be responsible, whether that's picking up after your own trash, whether that's, uh, you know, taking care of yourself as far as not overindulging on things and just basically don't be a butthead. You know, when you go to different places. Look, how many times have you seen on the Vegas Strip uh, the the pack of bros that are high-fiving? You can hear them coming from a mile away because they're like, bro, Vegas ain't ready for us, man. Look, man, that, we're happy to have you. We're happy that you're going to leave a bunch of money at the at the tables and you're going to support the local economy. But don't be an idiot, okay? Just because you're here and you watched The Hangover once a couple years ago <laughs> doesn't mean that we're going to... You know, that locals should just get out of your way because we can't handle you. That's you being an idiot, okay? Respect things. Have some respect for yourself. Be responsible for you and your party. And most of all, I think just be an adult.
1: And I think anyone who's been on the Vegas Strip in the last few years has seen the sidewalks littered in trash. Uh. And it is. it was very incredible to me when we did just go over to Asia. And it was so clean. There was not trash anywhere. They didn't even have public trash cans because they discourage you disposing of your trash publicly. They want you to take it home and throw it away. And I do feel like this is a cultural issue in America that people just toss their trash on the side of the road and expect somebody else to deal with it.
0: Somebody else will take care of it. No, take care of yourself. Okay. Stop using these places as a backdrop for that life that you claim to live online. That goes for influencers. That goes for people that are just vacationing places. We're not, the locals, wherever you go, are not there just so you can have a good time. They live there. They have lives there. They have businesses there. This is what they do day in and day out. So when you go back home and you go back to your job at Best Buy or wherever, (laughs) I don't know why I said (laughs) Best Buy, but whenever you go back home, they're still going to be there. And they got to oftentimes pick up the pieces from you. And your idiot friends doing idiot stuff, you know, and this is all about being better. And I'm telling you this in a positive way.
1: He sounds so very positive. <laughs> I sound so
0: very positive. <laughs> Here's something. Consider traveling during off peak seasons. Go to lesser known places. I know the Spanish steps and, you know, these places can be really, really cool to visit. Yeah, hit there, but also get out of the city. Right. Get out. of. Don't contribute to the mass of humanity. Go somewhere else. So you know, consider going into the off seasons when things your wallet will also thank you. you're, you you're bound to pay less. That is true. You're going to see more. And maybe you deal with a little bit of rain or just a little bit of cold or something like that.
1: We've, we've dealt with both. We've dealt with both many times.
0: I've had a fantastic time every yeah. single time, but most of all, don't be a jerk.
1: <laughs> That's the theme of today's show.
0: Don't be a jerk, man. <laughs> and usually I would use a different word, but this is, you know, radio, And so I cannot say what I want to say, but I'm saying don't be a jerk.
1: We are not in any way discouraging people to travel. No, travel. We love to travel. Travel. We want you to travel. Travel responsibly.
0: Yeah, and that goes for us too. It goes for us. It goes for travel writers, influencers, or people that are just trying to take vacations wherever you go. Don't be a jerk, man. Because uh, there are whole Reddit discussions on who are the worst travelers. Who are the worst vacationers? Usually Americans are at the top of the list. Why? Because we figure it's always someone else's problem. Someone else will clean it up. I'm American. I'll do what I want or whatever. Hey, man, just leave that at the door. Allow yourself to be enriched, changed by the places that you go and visit. Come back a better person, not just with Instagram photos, but just a better person in general. Okay? I'm Jeremy Long, the Full Metal Traveler. This is Unscaled Travel Show.